Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Beth. Mm -hmm. On a wonderful Wednesday, five I love days. It. I love it. Five days before Christmas. And three okay. days before a baby girl gets here. That's a personal item. But anyway, our do not fear scripture for the day. 1 Samuel 22, 23. 1 Samuel twenty two twenty three 23 says, Stay with me. Don't be afraid. The man who wants to kill you is trying to kill me too. You will be safe with me. All right. You know, teaching. I, I'm yeah, sorry. Before we do that, <clears throat> I need to straighten out what I said yesterday. I was given a little story about my dad, but I really threw away the punchline. It was really... And for those of you who were not on the call, or even if you were, my dad was a grocery store owner, had a little 7-Eleven type place. And he used to have the kids come in that came from the Catholic school across the street. So he'd say, well, hey, how was your day today? What did you learn? And the young boy that came in said, well, he said, Mr. Fred, I learned that Lying is an abomination before the Lord, but it's an ever-present help in time of trouble. <laughs> that was the punchline. So I kind of messed it up yesterday, but I hadn't told that story in a while. So that's our joke for the day, like Joel Osteen likes to say. I like to start with something funny. So we're going to talk today about, I'd like to let my husband announce it. Worthy to escape. All right. Luke 21.36 refers prophetically to the prophetically imminent rapture of the church. The verse says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Mm. You know, we were taken by the phrase worthy to escape. I looked up worthy in Strong's Concordance, and it's the Greek word G2661. G2661 means to account worthy, to judge worthy. Then I noticed that G. 2661 is from the root word G515, which means to think right. In other words, to be worthy, you have to think right. But Brother Harold, I thought it was your faith in action that makes you worthy. The truth is, if you don't think right, according to the Word of God, how can you act right? Hmm. A thought precedes every action. The first thing we're told in Luke 2136 is to watch you therefore. Anything that you watch first creates a thought. Next, after catching a visual image, then it becomes a thought. After that, we're told to pray. In our contemporary society, it's impossible not to catch thoughts that are ungodly. It's not a matter of watching the wrong TV shows. You can be subjected to a trashy commercial, watching a news program, or a talk show. It's not a matter of listening to the wrong music on the radio because you can hear inappropriate humor of the DJ. It's not a matter of reading the wrong kinds of books. The cover art on good books can trigger wrong thoughts. If you're drawing your breath, you're daily bombarded with images and words that are not for your spiritual edification. The good news is that your loving Heavenly Father gives you a way to escape that is not of Him. It's found in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. That's a great scripture. You want to read it, baby? Sure. There hath no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But with the temptation also make a way to escape, that you may, able to, you may be able to bear it. You know, as we were reading in Luke 
21:36. The Lord directed us to look at this verse in the perspective, well, a little different than just rapture preparation. He showed us that this particular scripture is more than just a I'll fly away verse, okay? That's a nice song, but it offers a prescription for living in the nasty now and now, and that's what we live in. We live in a fallen world. The bottom line, it is it is impossible for any believer who's honest about it to not catch mental images or audio sounds that trigger thoughts that are ungodly. That's the way the enemy works. But the scripture says, watch ye therefore and pray. The great incredible author C.S. Lewis once said, empty occupied territory is what the world enemy occupied. excuse me, enemy occupied territory is what the world is. In around 500 BC, the Chinese general Sun Shu, is that, I did it right? Sun Shu said this, if you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the results of a hundred battles. Wow. You know, you and I have the, you know, have to be wise to the tactics of the enemy. It's not something we can let up. We can say, well, I'll take the day off. You don't ever take a day off. You know, with knowledge, we can repel the attacks that come our way. Now, our, my, that Harold's mama, my mama, our God-loving mom, you know, she taught him, you can, uh, used to tell him, you can, can't stop a bird from landing on your head, but you don't have to let him build a nest. And that's really what we're talking about today. You don't have to entertain those thoughts that aren't godly. You know, a lot of times the enemy will say, look at what you thought. Look, he can throw thoughts in your mind. They're not necessarily something you say, how did I come up with that? You didn't. The enemy threw it in there. And that's what leads us to Psalm 71.2. 71.2, we can ask the Lord, deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thy ear unto me and save me. New Living Translation says it this way, save me and rescue me for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to me and set me free. We can ask the Lord and say, I'm not having these nasty thoughts. When we pray, like it said in that, in that Corinthians, I think, you know, it's he will deliver us to righteousness. He will cause the, us to be able to escape the negative, self-destructive thoughts through the power of our prayers, praying the word. So Luke 21, 36, one other thing occurred to us. Are you worthy to escape? Are you have you asked God, Jesus, to forgive you of your sins and claim me as the Lord of your life? Not just forgive this time, but ask him to be the Lord of your life. That makes you worthy of escape. He, want, he will protect you. you. You honor him, he protects you. And you put him first so that you can be live a life of righteousness. It'll make it a lot easier to escape the things. To be worthy to escape. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Have you ever have you tithed even when times were tithed even when times were tough? If so, that makes you worthy to escape. Have you manifested the fruit of the spirit in difficult, even contentious, personal and professional situations? If so, that makes you worthy to escape. Have you spent your time on earth wisely, maximizing your time, fulfilling God's purpose in your life? If so, that makes you worthy of escape. Have you been the kind of spouse and parent described in the scriptures? If so, that makes you worthy of escape. Have you lived the kind of life that God, well, 
and will prompt God to look at you on judgment day and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Now, if, unless, unless lest you think that this is all earned by works, and by it's not earned by works. No, it's not. But it's but he will forgive even if you've been, well, not so good. But That's the point right. is, is the desire of your heart to be good. We're not going to be perfect, but is the desire in our heart to be good, or do we want to sin and then go, hey Lord, you said you'd forgive me, so forgive me now. Uh uh. That's what we're talking about being worthy. He's looking for people who love him and want to serve him and do what he asks us to do. You're right, baby. As we were thinking about closing this teaching, we came across Psalm 18.3, 18.3 New Living Translation, which says, I call on the Lord who is worthy of praise, and he saved me from my enemies. Hallelujah. I couldn't help but laugh as the word reminded me of one of my favorite African proverbs. It says, where there's no enemy within, enemies on the outside can't hurt you. That's so true. If you want to be worthy of escape, then we need to think like he thinks. Believe it or not, that's what he wants to. That's why 1 Corinthians 2.16, 1 Corinthians 2.16 contains some good news for us. The Amplified Translation says, For it is known or understood the mind, the counsels, and purposes of the Lord, so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge, but we have, thank you, Hallelujah. Jesus. We have the mind of Christ the Messiah. Listen now, and do hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. As the possessors of the mind of Christ, we are to have his thoughts, feelings, and purposes. Yes, every believer has the mind of Christ, but whether or not we use it is a totally different matter. Yes, you have the thoughts feelings and purposes of Christ when you move in obedience to his divine direction. Romans 12, 2, 12, 2, New Living Translation says, let God transform you to a new person by changing the way you think. Mm. We have the mind of Christ. So how do we change the way we think? Proverbs 20, verse 5, 20, verse 5, Message Bible. Knowing what is right is like deep water in the heart. A wise person draws from the well within. Think of that. That's called putting the word in, putting the word in, putting the word in, putting the word in every day. And then when you go to draw something out, you'll have the word to draw out. You know, how do you draw out wisdom from the well within? The mind of Christ, his thoughts, feelings, and purposes by locating, reading, speaking, confessing scriptures that speak the decisions that you need to make. Having the Lord... Mm, you know, desiring to have his presence always with you and consult him on everything. You can write out scriptures. If you, you know, when I was young in the Lord, I was just like, if I came up against something, it's like the enemy just wanted to steal every thought in my mind. Put it in your smartphone, put it on your iPad, tablet, no card if you have to, whatever format that you can refer to when you need it. And not just in your quiet time, but when you need it. When we know the word of God, we are equipped to prove ourselves worthy. Mm. And I and one of the scriptures says, let me live my life worthy of the calling that's been placed upon our lives. And that's what we all desire. I know. I know the folks who listen to this call. And their desire is to do the will of God. That's what makes us love you so much. 
That's, because you want to do the will of God. And that's how we pray for you. That's it. Hide that word in your heart that you do not sin against him. Amen. All right. Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful Wednesday. I know. I love it's it. It's going to be great, 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 great. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Any more thoughts? Yeah, I, can tell I do. You I got the wheels, one more. The wheels are turning. I can see them. There's uh, five days before Christmas. You know, sometimes you can give gifts that are not uh, expensive. You can give gifts. For instance, our daughters, they used to say, Daddy, what did I get you for Christmas? I said, write me a poem. You know, just, you know, draw a picture. I got stuff in my wallet. In my yeah, office. That's right. They did that, that for you. My babies did for me. Mm. It didn't have to be All expensive. Grown up babies, no. Heartfelt. Yes. Till tomorrow morning at 8 30 Eastern. God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate we you. We do. Bye bye.